Like, no, it's my way. I know it's my way because I've done it right this many times before. We're doing it this way. And the the ears turn off of, you may have a great idea, but we're doing it my way because I've done it this way for so long. This is how we're going to do it. Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we're so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. So I'm going to say something here. Oh, God. I'm looking at your eyes. No, no, no. All, you all tell me is, you love me. I love you, man. All right. Go. No, it's, it's just we've had a really great discussion before we hit record today. Like this was this was fun for me to sit down with you and just have uh, kind of catch up. Right. This yeah. this we were able to to discuss some stuff that maybe we can't put necessarily down for the world to hear because of you know oh, it's personal. Yeah, it's either personal or it's private. You know, there's just things that we can't say. Yeah. But it, it, we've, we've covered a lot of ground on the sense of, um, can you believe this happened? You know, and, and this person did this or this situation came up or technology screwed me over somehow like this. And yeah. here's how, you know, here's all the things that, that came from it. Yeah. It's just good. Yeah, no, I think it's, I, I, I enjoy talking to you. And, you know, it's, you know, it was an hour. We talked for like an hour and a half. Yeah, and now we're gonna hit record and see where it goes. But yeah, um, no, I, I guess a, th- a thought kind of popped in my head and um, empowering and empowering your people. Uh, I think is a is a is the job of any leader. Like you want to give your people enough power that they can they can do what they're good at and and run with it. Sure. Yeah. Does it ever become too much where they think they have too much power? Like you've empowered them so much and you've told them take it and run. You're great at what you do. And then it turns into, well, I am freaking great. And I'm going to do it my way and this is how I'm going to do it. And then you start seeing things happen and you're like, oh, like this isn't good. Like they're, they're on their own little Island now and they're doing whatever they want. And you know, you, you look back and go, but I gave them all the tools they needed. Like I told them I wanted this to happen. How does that happen? Like, how do you, how, how do you look back and go, oh, like I've created a monster. I cre- yeah. There, there, there's a monster happening right now in, yeah. in my location. And I'm like, I think I was the one that kind of like I started this. Yeah. To me, the one word that just flashed right in front of my brain, you know, is expectations. Sure. Yeah. I think it always comes back to have I done my part as their leader to set expectations. And I mean, part of that includes some other words like boundaries and, you know, here, here are some things that, um, you need to be careful of. You know, I think it's, it starts to morph into a little bit of coaching and just to say your strengths, when you flex them really hard, this is what can happen. So, so we all have a need to have this awareness around when we're at our best. And so like, if you empower me too far, uh, I, I may think that, you know, I'm unchecked in in a way. So now I, now I'm not necessarily thinking about what's best for us. 
I might be thinking about what's best for me. Mm -hmm. This will make me really happy. And I see, like, I start to get my own vision. And this is where, this is where culture in a business, like that's where I'm always going to come from is you have to create some guidelines that you don't create monsters. You, you, you just, you can't have it. So some of those guidelines around your values and your culture, you just have to be uh, very cognizant that, that, um, unchecked power is not healthy. That's my thought. Yeah. Expectations like, Hey, here's what, here's what we need to do. Um, keep me updated on this. And when somebody starts to go, there's certain personalities and, and I try to, I don't know, I, I try to be really careful about this, but there's certain personalities that, um, I would consider to be like Maverick. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and if if Tom Cruise from Top Gun is coming into your mind right now as Maverick, like that's kind of what it was. This in sense of uh, this in sense of entitlement, uh, of I'm untouchable. You can't you can't contain me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm and the he was, but he was good though. He, he was could, really he good. Up. But when he was at his best. In his mind, he was actually at his worst, and he put his wing, his uh, goose. No, it wasn't so much goose in that case, but uh, Iceman, right? Val Kilmer's character. Like they split off, and something tragic happened as a result because he was a maverick. He was empowered beyond. He was making decisions that were best in his mind, but weren't best for the overall goal. Yep. So leaders do this. Yeah. You know, leaders get their people to a point where like, I'm turning you loose. You're, you're going to be great. But the, the leaders that stay involved, that stay engaged, never get to a point where they're getting frustrated by the person that's taking more power because the, they're involved from the standpoint of, you know, communication on a regular basis. Hmm. They're involved from the standpoint of reviews on a regular basis. They're involved from the standpoint of, critical feedback when there needs to have critical feedback. And I think too many times we just turn them loose and go, I want to be involved with as much as you want me to be involved with. And an empowered person goes, well, I don't need you. Like I'll just do it myself. And then, okay, sure. No problem. And stuff's getting done and it's done at a very high level. Like it's fantastic. But then you start seeing things and you start hearing things and it's, you know, I want to do it this way. I set, I set it that way. And then, then it was all changed. They just came in and changed it. Well, like, why would they think they could do that? Well, they, they just do whatever they want. And it's like, ooh, you start seeing this monster being created. And the really crappy part is when it start when you start to see things, it's already too late. It is. That's I mean, a you're, great point. you're you're already behind now going, okay, now what do I have to do? I have yes. to I have to get involved now. I have to basically try to rewind and undo maybe a year, two years, three years of like history that has kind of started to unfold like they got to this point it didn't happen overnight right like it it's it's slowly been transitioning into this and now it just smacks you in the face and you're like okay how far back in the movie do i have to rewind to get to that good that good spot again you know what comes to mind is if if that's the person that's you know you're responsible for right they report to you and you miss it but you have say another leader that comes to you or the the founder, the CEO, and says, what the hell is going on here? And like, that can be this really rude awakening. Um, there was, there was something that you were just kind of, I think 
I love how you said that. And it was taking me back to a few years ago. Um, you know what? I was pretty good at giving. I, in fact, I was excellent at the time at giving autonomy, mm-hmm. right? I want you to come in here. And I want you to do what you do best. And that was something that from a leadership style for me, I thought was great. And it is a great leadership style to have when there are expectations and there is accountability surrounding it. Now, those were two things that I needed to develop as a skill. So my expectations, uh, I, I was okay at like casting the vision, but not necessarily great at casting an expectation of deadline, level of quality. Uh, if somebody was um, working on something that I thought might take you know, a few days to do, and they're three weeks in, but they're giving me this song and dance about how awesome it's going to be, I was okay with that. But sometimes it wasn't okay to be okay with that. And so rather than ask the, the probing questions of like, well, why is it taking longer? What, what are you getting into? Uh, I had full trust in them, in their autonomy to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So therefore, my accountability was my real Achilles heel. I wasn't following up with them. I wasn't holding them accountable to the deadline that we need to have. I was telling other people, hey, no, it's going great. In fact, it's, it's becoming this. And you guys are going to be so excited in I'm passing on what that person was saying to me, but I wasn't doing my job and I wasn't staying involved and I wasn't communicating closely with them. And oops, I created a monster. I didn't mean to create a monster. And then I was the one that, that had to be told by somebody else. There's a monster here. Oh, and and that was a really tough pill to swallow, but I had never had that experience before. So now have that experience and and now I'm making changes and learning and and I have to like humble myself learn what it, you know ask questions like okay how did this happen what did I do if you were in this spot what would you do different well well you'd have to do these three four five six things whatever it is and and that's how we would start to unwind it then um and then going forward like we're not gonna make that mistake again am I right you know that was kind of the thing it was it was very corrective feedback very good stuff. Yeah, I, as a leader, you want to get to a point in your teaching and coaching that you have a fully empowered blank, whatever that job title is. Sure. They are fully empowered. They're doing the job completely by themselves. It's, it's great. I'm completely hands off. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm completely hands off. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't yes. know why they're having problems now. Well, you are the one that's now, you, I mean, you just said it. I'm completely hands off. It's all them. But, but they, like, they needed you early on. You, you worked well together early on, getting them to the point that they want. And then you said, okay, now it's you take it and run. And then you, you can't be surprised at a predictable situation when you go, I created this monster. Yeah. I, I took my hands off. I allowed them to do some things. And they just took it in a direction that, is, is not healthy. How do I then now re-engage and get back into this? Where do I start? What do I do? Like, this isn't going to be easy. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to basically tell them, you know, and you know, the, 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 the crazy thing is if things were crappy, you'd still be involved. But when things are good and the product that they're, they're producing is great, it's super easy to look back and go, yeah, you know what? They're getting stuff done. It's freaking done very, very well. I'm okay with them rubbing somebody the wrong way. Mm-hmm. 
And instead of going, no, like they don't need to rub somebody the wrong way. Like we, mm-hmm. we have to be, we get better at this, but because of the product they're putting out, because of how they're doing the job, how it's looking and how it, like they're never late to work and all this stuff, you, you justify some other things that if it just, if they rubbed one person the wrong way, one time, you can be okay with that. Cause I can rub you the wrong way right now. And like we will shake hands and be, and be fine. But if I, if I'm doing it on a consistent basis, there's going to come a point where you go, yeah, that's enough for me. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy working with you anymore mm-hmm. because of, because of how this is. Yeah. And that extra piece of power that they have, they just don't see it. Like, no, it's my way. I know it's my way because I've done it right this many times before. Well, we're doing it this way. And the, the ears turn off of, you may have a great idea, but we're doing it my way because I've done it this way for so long. This is how we're going to do it. Or, you know what? You just did this. I don't like the way it was done. I'm going to change it because I want it, I want it done my way. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you're basically taking power from someone else so you can gain power. You know, it's, it's, it's frustrating, but the more I look at this situation, it all comes back to the leader that once empowered that person got to a point where they felt they did not need to be involved anymore and they were good to go and you kicked them out of the nest instead of, you know, my parents kicked me out of the house a long time ago, but it doesn't mean that they're still not involved in my life. They're still not asking questions. They're still not there. If I, if I do fall down, helping me get back up, it's a leader's job to kick them out of the nest when they're ready to go, but be there along the way to support them and help them and challenge them and, you know, tell them, Hey, knucklehead, you just screwed up. Let's fix this together. They get that level of, I, I, I'm too powerful. I don't need you anymore. And bad things start to happen. Yeah. And so again, a word that surfaces a lot, you've got to stay humble, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I mean, those are, those are, I, I think that humility is a value, but I also believe it is something that you can teach and coach. So if I'm lacking humility, you can point that out to me. You can say, hey, you entered this room today and here's what you did. Um, the last time we tried to give you some uh, constructive feedback, you blew it off. You didn't take it and there was no change. We lost an employee as a result. Oh, like so now it's like sometimes that person's just got to get a little punch in the face to remind them of like you you, there is no arrival in this. There is no perfect leader. And, and if you think that you're there, uh, we, we were already in a problem situation. So like humility around that is so important, but, but Matt, I I think the resounding thing that I hear you say that is so appropriate here is that you always have to stay involved. It doesn't mean you micromanage them. It means you're checking in, you're asking for updates, what challenges are you facing? What situations have you run into? What's, what's going really well right now and, and how do we do more of that? But I also think that there's an element too, as a leader where you, let's say that there's some, um, there's some shared projects, right? So there's multiple teams or divisions working on things. As a leader, you probably need to not just work in your silo. You probably need to go out and reach to the other leaders and say, what are you seeing? Mm-hmm. Are we doing okay here? What's, what's been, you know, like, how's our team doing? And you're going to, you're going to hear some stuff. If you don't invite it, people often will wait too long 
to let you know, Matt, I really need to let you know something has been going on for six weeks and like, I'm at my boiling point right yeah. now. I'm pissed. Yep. Uh, well, like six weeks ago, like this is, this is one of those, again, a culture thing is, is can we create an environment for dialogue to happen? If you, if you don't like it just things faster and boil too long. Yeah. You know, there, there's a fine line between being fully empowered, doing it yourself and the other side, which is, you know, as a leader, completely micromanaging everything. You have to find a good balance. Yeah. I mean, there's times where you need to get involved and, you know, do, do things. And there's times that you need them just to do it. You know, I think of like the 90, 10 rule or like 90% of the, the job they're doing 10% you're still, you're, you're involved with and you're doing. Um, because, you know, I think once, once you give them full hundred percent of here, this is all you now it takes you out of the equation because you physically just took yourself out of the equation. They're better than me. They're doing the job better than me. Like this is theirs hundred percent now good to go. If they're in a leadership position and that's that hundred percent, then yes, now they're leading other people. But if you, if they still have a direct supervisor where I'm, I'm your, I'm your guy and I'm basically just telling you we're, we're you're, you're just too good. They become untouchable. And then it turns into, oh, that's Matt's guy. He's untouchable. Mm, so no yeah. matter no matter what happens, Matt's always going to be there taking care of him. Like he could screw up so bad right now. He could murder somebody in the parking lot and Matt would be fine with it and they'd cover it up. Like it gets to the point where if that's the, the stigma in your, sto- your store or your business or your company where, oh, that's, that's Matt's guy, that's Jim's guy, he can never do any wrong. You've created that. Yes. You've allowed through your leadership that to happen. And that is not right. Like oh, you, it's incredibly divisive. Absolutely. Because it, it, it puts people in opposition to each other. Yeah. I mean, you, you hear the, you know, Oh, he's the favorite. Mm-hmm. They all like him cause he's the favorite. Mm-hmm. Not like, no, like I have, I have three girls. I don't have a favorite. Like I just, that's not how life works, but in, in, in business and in, in life, when it comes to what we're talking about, I I do really like Jim. Like he, Jim's one of my guys, but if I constantly protect you, you may never grow the level that you need to grow. Or if I, if I give you too much power and I protect that from others, then you put yourself in a bad spot and it, it, help, it hurts me too. When you give somebody too much power. So let's just talk about, let's, let's make this tangible here. So we're going to take you from assistant manager and we're going to promote you to store manager. Ooh. All right. We're, because you're just awesome. I like you. You've shown all of these great things. And he, he, if you think about it as like steps on a step ladder, right? So we're going to jump a couple of steps. The problem is, is that you may get up to that, you know, near the top of that ladder. Okay. You're up a couple of steps, but you, you weren't ready for it, which I think is leadership. Honestly, I mean, a lot of times we can prep people for it, but until you're actually there, you know, that's when the real action is starting to happen. Sure. You start to see the flaws and you start to see the, the mistakes and, you know, just areas where they have to improve. But if you jump that too far, you put somebody into a role that they are so underprepared for that it has a ripple effect down that ladder and the steps below that. And you could stand to lose some really gifted people that are like, screw this. I see how it works around here kind of thing. And, and there, that is a very uh, toxic element of culture that can happen. So you have to do everything that you can to make sure that you are getting people on the right step on that ladder at the right time, 
and prepping them ahead of time as much as you can, but then continuing to equip them. Uh, otherwise, like, you know, if, if, if you have somebody that's above you on that step ladder, they can completely hold down the talent below them, mm-hmm. either out of insecurity, immaturity, or like this, uh, this, I, I don't, maybe it's just inexperience. Yeah. You know, like we all, we're all busy. There's all, there's so many things that happen in the course of a day that you're in charge of and you have to get done. And, you know, when you have someone that, you know, say it's a certain role that there's nobody in there right now and you're doing everything. That's an added, that's an added thing that's on your plate until you find someone that can do it for you. You're going to be the one doing it. So then you find someone that, that does it and you get to the point where we're at today where I'm, I'm so busy. I'm, I'm glad I got Jim doing this job for me. It takes stuff off my plate. But the long-term fix of now having to get re-involved, re-engaged yeah. is going to cost you more time because you got comfortable. You like you got to the point where, oh, this is like something that's off my plate. They're doing it at a great level. They're fantastic. But now they're like there's a whole new set of problems that I'm dealing with that I don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't have to deal with. Maybe I should have spent more time early on. Maybe I should have been more involved. Maybe I should have been more critical when there was times to be critical, but they were doing a good job. And the time suck now of what that is completely is blown away from the the, the part of if I would have just been more engaged early on, I wouldn't be dealing with this right now. I'd be be in a much better spot. So I think the, the key to success when it comes to empowering your people is empower them get them to where they need to go, but stay with them and, you know, go together with them and know that, you know, when they do get knocked down, you're there to, there to pick them up, you know, just because they kicked you out of the house at an early age doesn't mean you're going to not call your mom and dad when you need help, Like you're still going to call and and you're still going to be there. So yeah, it's a, it's a double-edged sword because you want to empower your people. You want to give them the keys to the castle and let them run with it. But sometimes that power goes to their head and they, they take it and then they use it for evil. Evil. <laughs> Let's end there. All right. Good podcast. I, good subject today. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.